Are you looking for a place to hang out and rejuvenate? Are you looking for a place to recharge that family battery? Guess what? You're in the right place. Here on Blind Optimism, I focus on all the wonderful issues that make us as moms. We experience ups and downs, zigzags, and all over the place. But we keep on going. Yes, the journey can be quite trying at times. Not to mention the journey of being the fantastic wives we are. And who can deny that we're also daughters, maybe sisters, and friends. Our journey is exciting, exhilarating, and sometimes not so much. Join me on Blind Optimism as we explore all the issues we face on a daily basis. Join me as we unpack those things that we need to do in order to grow and mature as the wonderful, fantastic women that we are. I upload once a week on Wednesdays with bonus issues along the way. I also post on YouTube. I look forward to having you watch me on YouTube or having you listen to me here on the podcast. Let's connect and make this a wonderful life. Welcome to Blind Optimism. It's your girl, Faith. Hoping you are having a truly awesome and fantastic day or night, whatever moment it is that you're joining me today. It is a brand new year, 2024, and I can honestly say that 2023 zoomed by. Seems like lately the years are going by at an astronomical rate. And before they even start, you're like, oh my gosh, or before you realize they have started. They're halfway through or pretty much done. And it seems the last two years have been that way for me, that is. It seems everything was accelerated since the vid. It slowed down during that time because everything slowed to a crawl while we were all in isolation dealing with this traumatic event that not only affected the United States of America but the entire world whether people were locked down or given limited exposure to life, it really was a pivotal time in life, and its effects are being felt until this day. But one thing good I can say came out of COVID for me is the mere appreciation of life. Granted, death from COVID, or death in general, was not a new thing, but it was such a abundance of death that was taking place that it has really forced me into a mindset of appreciating every single day no matter how hectic or no matter how frustrating or no matter what may be happening there is a deeper appreciation for each and every day because it's a day where I'm able to do some of the things or do something that I want to do, and more so, leaning into what God wants me to do. So I'm really appreciating just the fact of being alive. And I know sometimes being alive is wonderful. Yes, it is. But the struggles and the heartaches may not feel so wonderful. 
and we may be inclined to feel a deep sense of depression or sadness or gloom because who wants to feel that way who wants to be going through that stress that you may be going through and we all go through stresses we all go through go through heartbreak we all go through pain but there is truly light at the end of this tunnel and i have now began to think of life as more of a series of events good and bad and in between and it is what i take away from those experiences that allows my life to be better and more so what i'm able to help others with because there's no point in leaving living life in this solitary little bubble thinking that everything we go through is just for us and what we gain is just for us no it is to build up the community that we live in and that is why for this year it's not a resolution it is going to be a lifestyle i endeavor to be more connected with people because at times i am quite isolated i don't know if you've struggled with this problem of isolation of wanting to just be inside your bubble i have to a certain extent and i'm like but why i love interacting with others i love engaging with others so why am i not doing these things that i know i truly innately love to do so i'm pushing myself out of that comfort zone and i'm going at it is there something you want to do but maybe because of fear you haven't done it or maybe you're afraid of what someone else will think that you haven't done it it what is it what is holding you back from really stepping out there and doing those things that you want to do it's a new year don't make a resolution make a life change make a decision in your mind that you are going to do those things that you want to do really and truly life is finite we do not have an unlimited amount of time for you to meditate on these things day and night and then not actually do anything you've been meditating on time is passing look at it we're in 2024 it feels like a week ago it was 2023 but the years are going by quickly so what is stopping you from living that life you want to live what what is holding you back have you thought to yourself that maybe i want to go out there and make more friends or maybe you want to switch jobs and try a different career i know that is a uber big step but now is as good a time as any not because it's the beginning of a year but just because you are experiencing some things in your life to stop and take a moment to truly figure out how you can live your best life. What do you need to do to live your best life? And sometimes we do not have the answers right away. I know, don't have the answers right away. You're like, okay, I don't want to be in situation anymore i don't want to work where i'm working anymore but what plans are you making to transition out of that job and i know about work wow we go in we work and sometimes we take it home with us or sometimes we don't even make it home 
because we are so bombarded with work or we make it home but work is still really on the brain so technically we're kind of still on the clock but is that how you want to live some of us are blessed to have jobs or careers that make us feel fulfilled so it doesn't even feel like work anymore and that is wonderful there may be other areas in your life that you can improve upon and i know for me in general i'm always seeking to improve upon my life hence me needing to be more connected with other people because i see that that is a place that is lacking in my life what are you lacking in your life this is the year this is the time in your life that i want you to really find something to enjoy doing it may scare you at first you may not want to take that first step but i i really urge you to take that first step in living a life that is more full than the life you have lived making connections and helping others and being a part of your community instead of an isolated being standing alone not enjoying what life has to offer it's so easy for us to exist and not truly live there's got to be more to life than just simply existing getting up in the morning going to work doing the same random foolishness coming home feeling unfulfilled eating going to bed get up do it again the next day there has to be more hence i know we need to seek after our purpose life becomes easier when you're living a purpose driven life life becomes easier when you're focused and you know what you need to do in life when i first started my career at least in this county that i am right now i felt like a deer in the headlights i went to work i it's not that i don't have passion it's not that i don't have zeal but i did not have direction in organizing or implementing the information that i needed to i'm a teacher by trade and it was a massive amount of information and i remember a teacher coming to me and he's like you don't eat an elephant in one bite you take it in bite size bit by bit and i still live by that motto to this day and i kept eating that elephant so to speak bit by bit and it took me years to really break down organize and implement that material over the years in a way that makes sense that is actually producing gains in my students it took years and i know i used to beat myself up in the beginning because i wanted to do so much and i would go in early and i would stay late and i would work at home but i did not have that clarity and that focus that i have today so it was overwhelming and it was frustrating and i felt as if i was spinning my wheels we feel like that sometimes in life like we're just spinning our wheels we're working hard it's not a matter of working 
not working hard. You're working hard. You're putting in that time. You're doing the overtime. You're, you're studying, but it's just not going the way it should. A lot of times in life, this can be helped with a mentor. And I noticed that my clarity started to come into focus when I started to ask for help and I sought out people who knew more than I did and I gleamed from them each and every time I was in their presence. But do not for a moment think that everybody that comes in your presence is going to want to freely give you information. Because I knew of a lot of people who were very versed in the information I was trying to disseminate, but they were not so willing to share, which to me made no sense. If you share, we all grow as a community, but it was a sick kind of competition. Imagine that existing in an educational arena where we should be sharing our information to grow our children collectively. But I am not one to argue. I am one to put my nose down to the grind and get it done. So I worked and I worked and I worked and I toiled. And over the years, the information became better or easier to understand or better implementation and strategies were put into place and my kids are doing so much better this year. But a part of my revelation came from spending more time with God. And of all my many years of being a Christian, I don't think I've ever really understood how deep the love of God is and what he is capable of doing in my life. I trust my God but I'm trusting him more and more each day. And the more I trust him and the more I spend time with him, the clarity and the focus that he's giving me is unreal. Lessons that I thought were so hard to implement, he's showing me how easy they are. He's speaking to me and saying, you have been making your life hard. But I always say to my kids, God is not a rapist. He doesn't force himself upon you. He's not a forceful, mean individual. He's a loving, kind, and patient God. And he's waited on me. All these years I've been struggling for me to just give it to him. And now that I am giving him truly myself, my thoughts, my mind, my imagination, my focus, I can now come home and not actually work on schoolwork and still be ahead when I go to work the next day. And yes, that's partially due to the amount of years I've spent in this particular arena of education. But I can honestly say it feels as if something was unlocked in my mind. I suddenly have revelation coupled with passion and desire. And when you have revelation coupled with passion and desire, the result is so much more powerful. 
We can have passion. We can have zeal. We can have desire. But we're not making the progress that we need to make because the truth or the way has not been revealed to us. But once we hit that revelation stage, when God opens our mind to truly understand whatever it is that we're going through, that's when breakthrough begins. And I'm at the beginning of my breakthrough. And I'm taking you along for this ride of my breakthrough, of my revelation, of my journey into this new era of my life. I truly feel as if I have turned over a new chapter where I'm no longer, or I should say, not as fearful as I used to be before. Fear is awesome at shutting down dreams. It is awesome at encapsulating purpose. It is awesome at stifling who we could be. But the Bible says God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. But I'm telling you that fear can sneak into our bones. We can know in our heart of hearts that we should not be working in a job. We can know in our heart of hearts that it's time for us to move on. But we become addicted to a paycheck or we become addicted to the comfort that we are experiencing from that job. We can know that a relationship is not healthy for us. And we'll still pursue that relationship no matter how much it hurts us. Yes, some of us are in families where the source of our hurt could be our children or our spouses. How do we work through those situations? I'm a mom. I've been hurt by my children. And I'm sure my children have been hurt by me. That's just the nature of the beast. It's not an intentional hurt parents. We're not trying to hurt our parents, but our, our children. Sometimes we say things to them and we don't realize how badly it impacts. And I'm glad that I am at the stage now where, and I've always encouraged my children to be very honest with me. That's just what has worked. And that's what, how it should be. So we have open and honest conversations. And now, more so than when they were younger, they're able to really come to me and talk to me about things I may have said to them in the past. And we have civil conversations about those things. And it's really helped us to grow. But they're no longer fearful. And can you imagine? I never thought my kids would be fearful because I thought I had an open door policy. But fear had them grounded in the belief that I wouldn't understand what they were saying. And I'm like, was I ever really that way? And they reflect upon our relationship and they'll be like, oh, I don't know why I was afraid, mommy. You were always so, you know, open. I could pretty much say anything to you. But that's how fear is. It encapsulates and it stifles and it separates. So address what is causing you that fear. Because I'm doing what you want to do. 
And you may need to pray about it and really see God for where he wants you to be or what he wants you to do or where he wants you to go. But I know that in your heart, or you could say in your gut, you have a gut feeling that's not what you should be doing with your life, but you don't know what to do. Start by praying about it. And then expect from God that he's going to tell you what he wants you to do. I don't know about you. That's another thing I've had to overcome is walking in a spirit of expectancy. Some people call it manifestation. It's a buzzword out there. But I expect for God to bless me. I expect that God is going to give me favor and grace. When you walk in that spirit of expectancy, you're expecting that God is going to bless you above and beyond. You're thinking those positive thoughts. You're creating positive visions in your mind because you expect good things. And when you live your life like that, that is what your thoughts are going to be geared towards. That is what you're inviting into your life. And then you're talking to God about those things. So take this time to really also address what are those thoughts going through your mind on a daily basis? The Bible says, whatsoever is good, whatsoever is pure, think upon these things. Those are the things we should be thinking on. Expect good things to happen to you. Bring those into your mind. Invite that into your mind. And I know it's hard. I'm not saying to be unrealistic, floating on a cloud, thinking that everything is going to be lollipops and raindrops. It's, it's, it's not. Or gumdrops, whatever they say it is. It's not going to be that way every day. But expect good things to happen. As we move into this new direction of our lives, Let us figure out the flow that God has for us. Where he wants us to go. Give it to him. And let him reveal to you. As he is revealing to me every day. He's revealing so much to me. Give, give everything to him. So that in turn he can reveal his perfect purpose in you and help you to be exactly what he needs you to be. I've come to the point where I say, not my will, Father God. Let your will be done. Not who I am, but who you are in me. And now I am working on this podcast. I am so pleased that you are coming along for the journey. I upload once a week. And as always, it's a great pleasure being with you. Until next time, be blessed. Thanks for joining me on another episode of Blind Optimism. 
As always, it was a pleasure. I look forward to seeing you next Wednesday when we get to do it all again. But until then, be sure to follow and subscribe. Don't forget, I drop those bonus episodes along the way. So until we meet again, be optimistic and know that you are blessed. Thank you.